This is Dr. Hubert, and you're listening to The Dr. Hubert Show. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Dr. Hubert Show. I am super excited about today's show. I hope all of you are having a wonderful 2022. Whether you know it or not, 2022 is your year. No matter how it's gone up to this point, this is still your year. It has all the potential that you could ever want. Uh, this country is changing. It's changing rapidly. Uh, but the best part of it is, is that there is more opportunity right now than there ever has been. We've got so many major problems that need a solution, and you may have that solution. So all you have to do is look and find your place and find your place to be great. And it is here. I mean, I, I absolutely love where the world is right now. It is so easy to, to spend time looking at all the things that are broken, but when things are broken, uh, always, there's always a place for someone to come along and fix it and some long, someone to come along and come up with a great solution that will really revolutionize and change the future. And that could be you. Maybe you have an idea. Maybe you have a, a solution for some of the problems that we're having as far as um, as far as stocking our shelves and, and getting th uh, logistic issues and those kind of things, maybe maybe you have a solution for this. Maybe you have a company that specializes in this. But this is this is your year. Even if you've started 2022, if it, even if it's been a rough start for you, um, it doesn't matter. This is still your year. It is it is time to make all the things you want happen in your life because there is more opportunity right now than there ever has been. Um, you know, no matter where you're at with this, just I mean, it's, it's time to really put your head down and go forward and, and really see what you can do. Push yourself to the limits. But in order to do that, um, in order to do that, we got to talk a little bit about where we're at with ourselves. And, and one of the best things we can do and one of the best things I've ever learned to do, and that's that's just simply be kind. Um, be kind to other people. Uh, be kind even when you don't have to be kind. Uh, sometimes that's hard to do. Sometimes people literally try their best to bring out the worst in you. But uh, even then, this is something that it, it, it becomes a learned trait. Um, some people are just naturally, naturally nice people. But I, I even feel like being nice is a little bit different from being kind. You know, going out of your way to really think about other people and where they're at and how you can help them and how you can be of assistance. But it's so simple in today's time to, to really take just a little bit of extra effort, just a little bit of extra effort to be incredibly kind to those who are around you. And over the years, I've really worked on this and I've really, really forced myself and held myself accountable to be kind to people. And I can't tell you the dividend that this paid off over the years. I mean, it's just simply being kind when no one else would. Um, people really acknowledge that when, you know, when you ask, when someone uh, says hello to you and then you ask them, how are you? How are you today? Uh, the look on some people's faces, they're shocked that you actually give a darn how they're doing today, that you actually care. You cared enough to ask how their day is going, how they feel, are they okay? Uh, and, and as things turn more and more upside down, because we are headed into we are headed into that correction phase. Uh, we can all see it coming. Uh, it's going to be a bumpy ride for the next little bit here, but that's okay because the bumps do provide opportunity. But as people get, as society gets more and more stressed, more and more in a hurry, uh, sometimes more and more bitter, um, you can be that. You can be that spot of bright light in someone's day. 
And uh, it, I really try, I try my best to make as many people's day that I possibly can day in and day out. And it's always the simple things. It's not like, uh, you don't have to be like Oprah and go out and buy your whole audience a new car. Um, but you can just simply say, hello, you know, say, hello, how are you doing? Um, but being nice to being nice to people when you don't have to surprise them, you know, when they're looking for a response out of you, surprise them with your kindness and go out of your way just to make it a habit because it takes it takes so much more energy to be angry than it does to be kind. And then after you have these anger spells, these self-sabotaging, bridge-burning anger spells, you think about those things for sometimes days and weeks after. So now it's a, now it's consuming even more energy. And you don't want to do that. I mean, it's just so much easier, even when the other person's wrong, even when the situation is wrong and it's hurting you greatly. Um, still find a way, find a way deep inside, take the high road, be kind. And if you be kind long enough, eventually people have to be kind back to you. Eventually it has to happen. Uh, I know there are some angry, there's some bitter people in this world. And, and eventually you just, you know, after you try hard enough, you just have to distance yourself from those people. But the worst thing you can do is act just like them. Okay. So you don't, you don't ever want to fall into that rut where, um, your outburst are, are just as bad or worse than what they're, what they are. So, um, in order to be kind, first thing you got to do is be kind to yourself. And I think that's one of the hardest things I've ever had to learn to do is not is not allow myself to tell myself things that I wouldn't let anyone else say to me. Right. So this is this is a golden rule that I kind of live by. I'll never tell myself anything that I would not allow someone else to say to me. So that eliminates 99 percent of the negative thinking, negative words, negative affirmations, those kind of things. So so I will not allow myself to say or believe anything to myself that I wouldn't allow anybody else to say. Right. So you've got to be kind to yourself. Make sure the stuff you're putting in your head, the words you're speaking to yourself, the way you view yourself, the perspective you have of yourself, make sure that's all positive. Be nice to you. If you don't be nice to you, how can you expect anybody else to be nice to you? So make sure that you're kind to yourself first, because it's going to make a make it a whole lot easier to be kind to other people. If you're angry and bitter inside at yourself, you're probably going to be angry and bitter towards other people. So uh, sometimes you just have to work through those things and figure out what is keeping you unhappy and then make drastic changes with drastic action very quickly to change your perspective and let some things go because uh, most of it has to do with things that have happened in the past and uh, now is here. It's here and now. I mean, so we want to, we want to stay present with where we're at and, um, and move forward. And most importantly, have a perspective of ourselves that we actually do like. It's really hard to be kind to someone else when you're not kind to yourself. Uh, it's very hard to love someone else when you can't love yourself. So work on your own issues, but don't spend months and years doing this. I mean, really just come to a place where you just, you know, you just, it is what it is. You shut the chapter and you say, you know what, from here on out, I'm going to work every day, all day on one, finding happiness within, but two, being exceptionally kind to others. Uh, it, it's always interesting to me when you see people who have been, been bitter for a really long time. They've been bitter and angry for some event. Uh, maybe someone did them wrong. Maybe it was a, a divorce or maybe it's a bad business deal or whatever. Um, but they hold on to this forever and it's literally consumed them. So they, they believe that warrants, uh, warrants treating everybody else really poorly. And, uh, that's, that's what ultimately kills uh, situations, people, ideas, all the things that God has for you to come in your life. 
Uh, if you're closed off to those things and you're bitter about things, uh, it's really hard for anyone to help you. It's really hard for anyone to share with you, even if it's something as simple as an idea. Um, I love to hear other people's ideas. Uh, in fact, I have people literally reach out to me all the time. Hey, I got an idea. What do you think? I just want to get your take on it. I want to get your perspective. What's your thought? And I love these think tank like ideas. And, you know, no matter what, I never really shoot these ideas down. You know, I, I may I may ask them questions that make them think critically, critically, but I never shoot someone's idea down because I've seen too many really what I thought were poor and bad ideas uh, turn out to be incredibly, uh, incredibly lucrative and incredibly successful. I mean, I remember when I saw the first post-it note, I'm like, that's one of the goofiest things I've ever seen. Somebody put tape on a piece of paper and now look at what 3M's done with post-it notes. They have made a gazillion dollars off them. You can go into uh, every single office in the country and find a post-it note somewhere, right? So uh, I thought it was a silly idea from the start. So I never really shoot people's ideas down um, because uh, I love the fact that they're looking. They're looking for that next ne next greatest thing. But in order to do this, you know, in order for people to come with you, come to you and want to partner with you and want to want to do deals with you, you have to be kind. You know, nobody nobody comes up to angry, bitter, bitter people and says, hey, let's do this together and let's see if we can, you know, if we can find some success with this. Or what do you think about this, that? Uh, if you're closed off because you're bitter all the time, you're going to miss an incredible amount of opportunity. No matter how talented you are, you can be incredibly talented. But if you if you're not um, if you're not pleasurable or exciting to be around, if you're a nuisance every time people are around you, um, it doesn't matter how talented you are. People are going to choose to go the other direction and figure it out without you. So remember that. I mean, remember remember when you look at yourself, you want to almost interview yourself. You know, when you interview yourself, you want to think about all the things that you do great and all the things that you're great at and then you want to think about all the things that uh, separate you from everyone else in that space. You know, what makes you better? What makes your way better? What makes your knowledge superior? And that's the way you want to view and see yourself. So interview yourself. If you're interviewing yourself and everything that comes out of your mouth is negative and everything is degrading yourself and beating yourself up and reminding yourself of how lousy things have gone up to this point, um, you're sinking your own ship. I mean, you have to be your best cheerleader. Uh, you absolutely have to be your own best cheerleader. If you can't cheer for you, if you can't cheer for you, how can you expect anyone else to cheer for you, right? So um, this self-sabotage, this being really critical and really, really harsh, these the harsh thinking. I ran across this quite a bit in my practice over the last few weeks. A lot of people that's really beating themselves up over not being able to, to lose the weight they think they should be losing at the pace they think they should be losing at. But, um, you know, if there's one thing I try to do is that's make sure and help them find a perspective uh, that keeps them moving forward because we can find a negative perspective in just about anything. I mean, just about anywhere we look, we can find some reason to be negative and really a reason to quit. But um, at the same time, I still believe there's more good in the world than there is evil. I still believe there's more good people in the world than there are evil. Uh, and it's it's so easy to find negative things, but I think it's easier to find the positive. We just have to change our change the glasses that we look through, really change our perspective.
And the best perspective is always going to be from somebody who's, you know, healthy and happy and excited and, and kind to other people and, and always open to hear what others have to say. Uh, I really try to make myself available for that uh, just because I really am genuinely interested in what people are interested in. And I, I actually admire people for what they do, especially when they have an incredible, incredible talent that just it, I don't even know where to start. You know, I was uh, this past weekend, I went to the, the Dallas Safari Club show uh, expo at, at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Center in Dallas. And that's the largest hunting expo in the world. And this year there was a bunch of art exhibits and uh, lots of sculptures of, of African wildlife and lots of paintings. You know, some of these paintings were 10, 12 feet um, in size, really big paintings and sculptures and all kinds of different types of art and even furniture and things like that. And it was just, you know, it's so interesting to me admiring the people who, who made this stuff and who had that artistic brain, because I, I really don't have that. Now, people can talk to me about other areas, business and those kind of things. And I feel like, you know what, I, I know what I'm talking about. But when it comes to art, uh, it wouldn't matter really how how much I spent on paper and pencils and and canvas and 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 sculpting tools and those kind of things. I'm probably not going to be an artist. That's just the reality of it is. But I do admire these people so incredibly much because one, they have dedicated their life to doing it, and two, they're great at it. I'm like, where do you even start? How do you even see this? How do you see this before you start? Um, and I'm mesmerized by it. It's just so interesting to me and so intriguing to me. Um, that people are able to do these sort of things just because I don't I don't have the talent in that area. I just I don't even get how they get there and how they come up with it. But uh, on the other side of it, you know, there's things that I can do that that they just have no clue. They have no clue how to do it. And I would some of them I could even sit there and think, you know, why don't you why don't you take these paintings and do this, this and this? You would sell a gazillion of them. Right. So um, but for them, their their purpose may be different. But I love the idea that they're they're totally thinking out of the box. They're totally doing their own thing and they've just dedicated their lives to becoming great at it. And that's kind of where we're at. But I can tell you that any artist, you know, they really had to believe that uh, they really believe they had to, they had to believe they had something special in order to take the time to make these big murals and big sculptures and those things. They had to believe that, you know what, this is going to turn out to be something. Uh, no one's going to laugh at me when they see what I come up with, because that would be my biggest concern is I would work my tail off on these sculptures and paintings. And by the time it was done, it wouldn't resemble what I wanted it to look like and people would laugh at me. But um, I guess if you did it long enough and you got good enough at it, um, maybe maybe it would all work out. But um, when we talk about being our own cheerleader, I mean, that's, that's so important that we support ourselves and we believe that we have something that we can bring to the marketplace that the world really needs. Maybe we have the solution for a problem. Uh, maybe we have a more efficient way of doing things. Uh, it, it, it's, there are all kinds of opportunities out there, but I can tell you, if you're not kind to yourself, you're not going to be kind to other people, and that's going to close a lot of doors for you. So remember, no matter where you're at on your kindness scale, you may be the nicest person in the world. I've met a lot of nice people, but genuinely being kind, going out of your way just to take another little step to help someone else out or make someone's day or just check to make sure someone's okay. I have a list that I run through just about every day of people that I, I just check on because I know that nobody else does, right? I know that nobody else will. I just check on them. I reach out. You all right? How you doing? What are you doing today? Uh, most of these people are older. Most of their friends have died off. And I just reach out to them just to make sure they're alive and well. For no other reason, that's all I want to know is that uh, that they are okay, and that if they need something, that I can I have the opportunity to help them. Right. So um, 
this is the world we want to create. This is the world we want to create around us because as things tighten up, uh, that's really all we're going to have is each other. It's all we're going to have is our relationships that we've created, right? The people we can partner with and, and get in think, tank, think tanks with and help one another out. Maybe we see an opportunity that could help somebody else's business and we're very quick to shoot that opportunity right over to them and see if they can do something with it, right? Maybe we meet someone, uh, meet someone uh, at an airport or meet someone standing in line, you know, waiting for coffee or something like that who, who could have a great influence on somebody else's life or somebody else's business. But if you're not kind, those kind of things never happen. Um, you know, no matter, no matter where I go, it seems I'm, I know a lot of people. And in fact, people who are with me is like, do you know someone everywhere? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I know someone everywhere, but it sure does seem like it doesn't matter. Even when I go to, um, go to different islands and things like that. I always run into people that I know. So, uh, and it's mainly because I try to speak to everybody. I try to get to know people. I try to get to know what they're into and what they like and what they're good at. Um, because you just never know when you're going to need their service, right? You never going to know when you need their talent and you may need it abruptly or quickly. I mean, just this week, uh, I was doing a business deal and I needed an attorney and I needed an attorney quick and all the attorneys that I knew were all backed up. And I thought, you know, who do I know? Who do I know? What, what attorneys do I know? Quickly, I was able to reach out to about five. The first one that answered back was the one that got the job and the deal's done. And otherwise I was going to have to wait three weeks to find someone. And this is just all from building relationships, all from helping someone else out along the way. And now all of a sudden I can call on them, ask for a favor. They couldn't wait to help me out. Super exciting stuff. This is what the world is like. As the world tightens up, we're going to need these kind of relationships. Many of you out there have not seen the world as to what it's headed towards right now. Uh, I happened to start my business in 2008, so I saw the world turn upside down in 2008. I saw the housing crunch. I saw interest rates go up. I saw lending stop. I saw people lose their houses. I saw lots of foreclosures, all those things. I saw lots of businesses fail during that time when I was starting my business. So I know where we're headed. I mean, there is going to be some things we have to brace for. But if you just think it's all sunshine and lollipops, I'm going to tell you now, get ready. It doesn't mean you can, can't survive it. It doesn't mean you have to live in fear. But things are going to be drastically different two years from now. And you're going to want every good relationship, every networking capability, every every relationship you've built, you're going to want to feel like you have a team because it's going to take a team to get through this to the other side. Now, the good part about it is as things kind of fall apart and crumble, it does create opportunity uh, for the future. I mean, this is the way we just go through these peaks and valleys and that's just what happens. It's just a cycle of life. It's a cycle of business. It's a cycle of health. But how you respond to it and the people around you will make it so so much easier. You know, when I did this in 2008, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anybody here. I just moved here. I moved here when I, I didn't know anybody. So I had to build this network. But I've been building this since 2008. So now I, I'm a little bit more confident in where we need to go forward. OK, so I'm a little more confident in in the networks and the, the, the ease of knowing people who can help help me out and I can help them out and we can all get together and we can navigate this thing a whole lot better. I mean, we've already started this. We've already started with think tanks and group sessions and talking about navigating the future because we know a few things are going to happen. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. Clearly, we did not see a coronavirus happening in 2020, right? We didn't, I mean, we don't really know exactly what's going to happen next, but we do know that the landscape is changing quickly and it's going to be a whole lot different. But 
Thank God for those relationships. Thank God for relationships with attorneys and bankers and, and uh, financial advisors and those kind of things. People I can reach out to literally as fast as a text, text and they respond me right or to me right back. This is where you want to be, but this all starts with being kind. You know, if you're that jerk and you're that idiot that only only speaks to people when you want something, um, people catch on to that pretty quick, right? I mean, we I have a handful of people like that that they only I only hear from them when they want something. They never really reach out for someone's well being. It's all about them. And I never want to be that person. I absolutely never. I always want to be able to contribute something to someone else's life. So, um, you know, really take that. I talk about this all the time, but examine your life from 50,000 feet and look at yourself and see where you're at. Where are you at on the kindness scale? Are you kind to yourself? Are you kind to others? Are there places you can do better? Uh, how are you doing with your relationship building? Are you are, Do you have a network of people that you can call on very quickly if you need something done very quickly? Um, that's probably the best barometer and the best measure um, for where you're at with this. You know, if you reach out to people and they don't reach out and are, they don't they don't they don't even respond for two or three days, there's probably some things you could probably do to improve that network or that relationship, right? So, so those are the things you want to work on. You know, if you're of high importance, uh, they will get right back to you. And that's pretty exciting. But you do the same, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter what hour it is. People reach out to me all the time needing help and I help them. You know, um, you know, a lot of people say I shouldn't do that, but I do that because you just never know when times are going to get tough. You never want to know when you're going to need help and you're going to need a break. And uh, I love giving people that opportunity. I love to help people out wherever they're at, but I also love it when I need those favors and it comes through for me. You know, that's that's what it makes it all worth it for me. So uh, as we move forward, be nice to yourself, be kind to yourself, love yourself, love others. Um, be kind to other people and create that network that you're literally, you want to almost think of it as like, who is my team I'm going to go to battle with, right? So who's my team that I'm going to take with me to go into this, um, you know, definitely, definitely changing times. I'm not going to say it's troubling times because uh, even the things that are about to happen, there are going to be a lot of people that make have incredible success. They make a ton of money. They All their dreams come true. They far exceed their expectations. All those things are going to be coming. So, um it doesn't matter. The political the political climate really doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters. I mean, I know we get so caught up in that who's president, what the president's doing and what we're doing as far as foreign affairs and all those things. But if you focus hard enough and fix what's in your circle, uh, you will somewhat become immune to that stuff. You will literally be able to excel when everybody else gets bogged down and stuck. But it's a whole lot easier to do when you have a team, when you have a team of people who are very kind to you and think of you and always looking out for you. And if they see an opportunity that you can benefit from, they reach out, they tell you about it, they set you up, they introduce you to the right people. And then in return, you do the exact same thing. You know, this is what networking is all about. This is really what life's all about. Life gets so much easier when you know a lot of people and you have a team of people that you trust and uh, you trust them and they trust you and, and you believe in them and they believe in you. And it all starts with just simply being nice and being kind. So uh, we'll be back same time, same place next week. God bless. Mm-hmm.